Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast. You know, as part of the big push of studies we are rolling out through the America Renewed theme, if you go to our website and you look under strategy training, you'd see a lot of different things there about training material for strategy consultants and operations consultants and so on. One of the big themes we are pushing is whereby we are doing actual studies for Fortune 500 companies and we are live blogging them and then we are releasing the material on the training. So obviously because we're doing so much thinking around this, we get questions from readers and clients asking us about different topics, right? And today's podcast is an interesting analogy I put together while watching the movie District 9. I don't know if you've seen it. District 9 is a fairly famous science fiction movie. It's famous because it was made in a tiny budget but is regarded as one of the best science fiction movies of the last 10 years. But it's a story about how these um, aliens arrive from outer space and they take camp over uh, a city. And basically, unlike aliens who are very hostile, these guys actually have no leverage. They're dying. So they're put into the settlement community and the humans try to get hold of the alien guns and technology because it's obviously vastly superior to what we have. But what they realize is that these uh, guns that the aliens have, while vastly superior, they can only be activated and used if fired with an alien hand because of the way the DNA is coded into the gun. So you have these Nigerian gangsters who go through a lot of trouble to collect the guns, but they can't do anything with it. And the analogy I make here, which is a very interesting analogy, is that this is pretty much the way every firm trying to compete with the Boston Consulting Group and you know, McKinsey and BCG and so on operates. They look at McKinsey and BCG and they say, wow, they have these brilliant slides with nice analyses and nice templates and toolkits. If I get them, I can be like McKinsey. It's that obvious. And what do they do? Think about the amount of effort people around the world make to figure out the analysis McKinsey and BCG are doing, to get hold of those analytic guides, and to basically steal in some cases. I've seen large organizations in the past take a BCG analytics, you know, BCG has something like a, a library of analysis, some of them over 700 slides long on how to do different things. I've seen firms take these and redesign it for their own organization. I mean, they make a lot of changes and so on, but basically they're using the BCG uh, training as a template. They roll it out into the field after a lot of effort, a lot of time, and then they wait and say, but what happened? We, our study is not like BCG. Our analysis is not just as good. Um, the client is not paying us more money. Why is that? It's, it's, a very, it's very similar to this analogy I'm making. Once you have the weapon, like the Nigerian gangster, and the weapon here for consultants is the toolkits and the templates. Once you have the toolkits and the templates, it doesn't mean you have the ability to fire it in the field or to use it in the field, right? The template or the weapon is only as good as the battle plan you've drawn up to use it and your ability to actually use it. And that's why tier two firms are a lot like these Nigerian gangsters in these movies. They're spending a lot of time accumulating a resource that they don't know how to use. And once they do roll it out in the field, if they've learned how to use it, they realize they actually don't know how to deploy it in a strategy. You know, for example, you have a methodology on how to do DCF. It looks beautiful. You roll it out in the field and then you realize, but then insights are not great. 
your team knows how to do DCF, but because you've made DCF such a big part of your training, your consultants are using DCF analyses in every single client study, even though discounted cash flow analysis DCF is not called for. That's what tier two firms find. They don't train their consultants on the ability to figure out which analysis to use. So that's the first analogy. Another analogy, which is very similar, is the concept of software counterfeiters. You know, if you go to China, I mean, I'm using China as an example, but India as well, even Russia, most of Eastern Europe, actually, you walk into any street corner and you'll find counterfeit copies of Windows, right? Now, the counterfeit copies look exactly like the Windows, uh, or authentic software. You load it up into your laptop, it looks exactly the same, but you know what? When you want to do anything of use on it, it doesn't work the same. I remember once when I was in Thailand, uh, I needed a laptop because I, I, I had nothing to do, so I wanted to read news and so on. So I went into the store, and it looked like a legitimate store. So I didn't know. And I bought a, uh, this is sometime back when, um, what's this word? Um, these laptops were being sold, stripped down versions that didn't have a lot of software on it. You could just surf the internet. I bought one of those and bought Windows, and then it took me three days to realize this was a counterfeit version of Windows because it didn't work the way Windows worked, right? Now, this is the way tier two firms work. They look at a McKinsey and BCG report, right? They replicate the superficial elements that they can see, but the behind the scenes thinking logic that led to the report that they have copied cannot be replicated because the firm replicating that analytic process doesn't know the thinking that went behind it. So tier two firms are a lot like Chinese counterfeiters and Russian counterfeiters. They produce reports that on face value, to some extent, looks exactly beautiful analyses and so on. But they haven't actually thought through what is the process that sits behind this report. And because they haven't thought it through, just like the software company that coded out this pretty looking but terrible Windows software, they haven't been able to build that thinking into their report. Now, I've seen some tier two firms report. I'm not sure I'm doing the Nigerian gangsters and the Chinese counterfeiters any favors by associating themselves with these reports. It's that bad. So, tier two firms have a lot of resources. Let's not kid ourselves. Accenture, Deloitte, Roland Berger, they have serious capital at, at, at their hands. And what I would urge those firms to do is that they've made stunning progress in the last few years. You know, it's incredible how far they've come. But I would say they've got to do a couple of other things. Don't just look like a good report. Train your consultants to be able not to do the analysis, but to figure out the analysis you need to do. Second thing, even harder, I don't think you can actually do this, is to fix the value system. The value system is not the same because of the, the risk and the conflicts of interest within the organization. And finally, spend more time on the insights. But when I was watching this movie, it just hit me, you know, tier two firms are a lot like the Nigerian gangsters in those movie, in that movie. They're busy trying to collect the toolkits and, and analytic methods, but they don't know how to deploy it. And they're exactly similar to the Chinese and Eastern European software counterfeiters. They make the reports look like the real thing, 
but the underlying thinking be behind it is not there because they haven't trained their consultants to do that. So make sure you invest time in the right things. It's not enough to collect the tools, make sure you know how to use it. And it's not enough to make your reports look like they're done correctly. They actually have to be done correctly. As always, I welcome your comments that you may have and any questions, and I'll be more than happy to respond to it.